Welcome to the Art of Leadership with Nina Ellison. Join Nina as she explores the underlying value of soft skills in the lives of healthy leaders. Thank you, Barry. I am Nina Ellison. And today we're going to talk about the art of saying no. The former Prime Minister of the UK, Tony Blair, stated, The art of leadership is saying no, not yes. It's very easy to say yes. Consider what happens when you always say yes. First, it's impossible to do everything well. And saying yes to everything puts a leader at a high risk for losing the focus and the stamina to accomplish their highest priorities. Secondly, when a leader always says yes, they move into the tyranny of the urgent putting out fires and tackling the day-to-day demands, all good and important things, but not where their highest impact and value will be felt. At the good, but not the great things. Author and researcher Jim Collins states, Greatness is not a function of circumstance. Greatness, it turns out, is largely a matter of conscious choice and discipline. He goes on to say, good is the enemy of great, and that is one of the key reasons why we have so little that becomes great. A third thing that happens when a leader always says yes is that it may skew that leader's motives for why they are willing to do the work. Are are they saying yes because they like to feel good? Do they feel that they are being a supportive team player when they say yes? Do they have a strong desire to be liked? Or are they saying yes in the hopes it will set them up for a promotion? Or are they saying yes so that the conversation will take less of their time as they respond with a quick yes? Perhaps, like me, you have worked with people who give a quick yes to everything with no possibility of ever getting to the work. What's interesting about this pattern of always saying yes is that the focus begins to shift away from the value and the impact of the work being requested and moves towards a focus of the leader themselves. Is that the way it should be? Back to Tony Blair and his comment about the art of leadership involving saying no. I agree with him. The inability to say no moves you towards a daily routine filled with distractions and interruptions, no matter how good they are. Being bold enough to say no is not always easy. No matter your role in leadership, you are the one who protects the priorities of your work. Learning to say no is an art that needs to be embraced. You still want to be perceived as a team player, as someone who wants to work hard, as someone who understands the needs of the business, as a leader who can flex when needed. And I could go on. You get what I'm saying. But I still believe that at the end of the day, Each leader is the one who protects their priorities. When someone comes to you with a request, if at all possible, rather than jumping in with an immediate response, look to share in an open and responsive way with comments such as, can we set up some time to talk about this? Could I have a little more time to learn about this? Are you seeing why no is identified as an art form? From my own experience, I have found that before I quickly say yes to a request, the results are usually better if I have time to ask a few questions. 
The first question I ask is, can I seek to understand why this request is being made? Asking to understand is a way of demonstrating respect. It's not the precursor to an automatic yes. When faced with a specific situation where greater insight is needed, there are three practical steps that I use over and over that include the following questions. The first step is clarify. What is it that I really need to learn, to think about? Am I asking the right questions? You know, by asking questions to better understand the underlying request, you will gain a better understanding of the request itself and often help the one with the request to gain clarity themselves. So step one is clarity. Step two is reflect. Have I refined and simplified the request to the most basic possibilities? Do I understand the basic request? Or is there still some confusion? And are there vagaries in the expectations? What is really being asked? Is my thinking on this topic moving forward? When taking time to reflect, often several options come to the foreground. Am I the right one for this request? What work needs to change if I take it on? Is there someone else to ask? Is there another option for this request that would present different different possibilities, different solutions? Is this request fully baked, or is it a quick request in response to an unmet need that has just arisen? So after reflecting, step three is to confirm. Are my thoughts, explanations, or interpretations making sense not only to me, but to others if I talk with them? Does this lead me towards an actionable solution or recommendation? If possible, I like to have thought through some of these questions before I meet with the person that's asking me to take on this new request. Sometimes that is just not possible. One reason I have kept this three-step process so simple is that I can ask myself these three questions, and sometimes even the person who's asking the request of me, so that together we work through as we communicate to clarify, reflect, and confirm. In addition to seeking to understand, there's another question that's always in the back of my mind. Is this request the wise thing to do? In his book, Best Question Ever, Andy Stanley proposes that the best question ever is, what is the wise thing for you to do? Andy's question presses us to think through the filter of wisdom. This is worth further investigation. What is the wise thing for you to do when you're asked to say yes to a task? Exploration of wisdom is an essential component in every leader's journey, particularly as you consider the idea that there are times to say no. Then it's great to have wisdom at your side. To me, this then moves the question from whether doing the task goes right or wrong to the question of, is this the best choice? Okay, so we've established that saying yes all the time is a pitfall that leaders should seek to avoid. We've looked at questions to consider before responding. We've thought about the fact that it's important to learn to say no. It is also important to say no in a way that the person asking the request feels valued. When someone comes to you with a request, becoming confrontational or dismissive can damage your relationship. One of the reasons why seeking to understand is so important is that it helps you to consider why they are asking you to take on this responsibility or this task. This person may be the one you report to, and so a negative response might not build the trust and the respect you desire. 
Yet that still doesn't mean you have to automatically say yes to everything. On a side note, as a leader, I love having people on my team that will say no to me. It pushes me to grow and to think even deeper. Saying no is not automatically a bad response. I actually don't want all yes people at work. As I talk, are you struggling with the potential of a future discussion with your boss over a surprise request when you're already overloaded with commitments? Jim Temme's method in his book called Productivity Power uses the acronym USA to help a leader develop an approach to saying no. You begin with an understanding statement. This is really about acknowledging the value of the person who's coming to ask you for some support or some work. Secondly, it's an opportunity to show them that that you understand that the work is important. S is a situation statement. This takes into account what your situation is right now. Being organized in a way that demonstrates your workload really helps communicate clearly what your current situation is. And then the A of the USA is an action statement. You have the chance to move this request into action. And instead of starting off with a no or other words of frustration, you can engage in the conversation of, are there other options we could consider? Are there other priorities we could move? Are there people we can include? And so on. Notice that the action statement is asking your boss to help with the solution. This is so different than the only option being that you have to respond with a yes. This is also a good reminder that in saying no to this request, you're still saying yes to the higher priorities that have been identified. It is tough to say no, and I'm aware that there are some bosses who demand that their team members always say yes at the risk of termination. Saying no isn't easy, but I would close this podcast with a reminder that time is finite and we as humans can't do everything. We have to let go of some of the good things rather than continually adding on more and more responsibilities. As we add on more and more of the good responsibilities, we will miss the great things that life has for us. A higher perspective is to gain a clear picture of your situation in your days. Determine what you value the most and then enter into the art of learning to say no. Oh, by the way, this is not just for managing life in your work world. The same is true for your personal life. Packing your off work hours with a never-ending myriad of tasks and events results in the same need to learn the art of when to say no. This is the voice of Nene Ellison, leadership consultant and coach. You can reach me at www.healthyleadership.online. There's a link there to set up a brief call. I'd love to chat.